Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. The first thing, ask protection. Why is it important? And maybe we start with some of the basics. It really comes down to ensuring that if anything were to go wrong with your investments or on your personal side, that the assets that you're investing into are not going to be put at risk. Look, I've been investing now like you have for 15 years. I'm older, so I've been going at it longer. And I've, I've built up a sizable portfolio, over 300 properties and multiple different strategies, buy and hold, fix and flip, self-storage, apartment buildings. And so through my investing, I've come across some issues before. I've had two houses burned down in the last year. Luckily, nobody was hurt. I've had a tree fall through a house and strike the master bedroom. Again, narrowly avoided disaster. And through it all, if anything had gone wrong and somebody had actually died or been severely injured, that would have resulted in a lawsuit. And I see people day after day, not quite on that frequency, but I do see people every year that will send me a, a lawsuit, a letter from an attorney, explaining to them how they're being sued because of something happened on their property. And they live in Hawaii and the investment's over in Florida. And they have never even seen the investment, never physically been to the property. And now they're involved in a lawsuit. And so with asset protection, I tell individuals time and time again, hey, listen, the likelihood of being sued, it's not huge, right? You're probably pretty safe. But the thing is that if you do get sued, the first person you're going to call is Anderson or another attorney. And you're going to say, what can you do to protect me? And unfortunately, there's nothing I can do. I was just responding to an email before you and I got on here. And this family is going through a situation where the grandfather owned the property. He contaminated the property. And now we're four generations or four buyers down the line. And they're asking me what they can do to protect themselves now because of that environmental contamination, because they know they've already been threatened that they're going to be sued and they want to start protecting their assets. And the answer to that is nothing. I can't help you now. You shouldn't have told me that you were going to be sued and all the backstory because it really ties my hand. So asset protection, you need to be proactive. You set it up just in case the worst harm occurs so that you've minimized your overall risk exposure. Very similarly, I just, just heard this story from one of my investors and they, it was a story of they got inherited a property from their dad and their dad is, does everything old school, just doesn't do anything with lawyers. And I guess somebody, there was an elevator that broke and then now they're suing all the three siblings equally. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of expanded the scope of the lawsuit. So a windfall for the person suing to go after everybody. A lot of that stuff, like to your point, you can't do it after the fact. So maybe talk again where I'm always like, why the heck would you want to own any rental properties in the first place? Our group, I know you work with a wide spectrum of investors, but to me, once you go over million or $2 million net worth, that's where the syndications as the LP position comes into play. But I guess maybe from when you're in an infancy under half a million dollars net worth, what do you think is more appropriate? And maybe walk us through as people grow their net worth, what is more appropriate from an asset protection standpoint? I get that question a lot. And what I tell people, just think about it properties. How many people say, how many properties should I put in one limited liability company? And they'll be shocked. I'll tell them one property per LLC. I'm like, come on, my property is only worth $60,000 or $100,000 each in equity. 
and say, yeah, that's fine. But how much income do those properties generate for you? Because really, for most of us, we're, we want to protect the income stream. And if something goes wrong with one property, and you have five properties in one LLC, and they make $5,000 each on an annual basis, you just lost $25,000 a year in income. Wouldn't you rather be in a situation where you lose $5,000 and you save $20,000? And so this notion that your net worth determines the type of planning that you should use for your structuring, I think is misplaced because the person that has $500,000, if they were to lose $100,000, that's 20% of their net worth. Whereas somebody like yourself or myself, I could lose a hundred grand and it's not going to impact what I'm drinking. As you can see on my back shelf, they're all empty, by the way. It doesn't impact me to the same degree because I have so many more properties and I make so much more income. And so I think when you're first starting out, you're at more risk because you don't know what you don't know. And many times when, until you start having, you don't even know what you, you need to know. And you get this backwards in your structures that you need more protection at the outset. And then as you start to grow and you get to somewhere where I'm at, I don't have 300 LLCs. There's no way I would create that for myself. So what I'll do is I'll start grouping properties. I'll put 10 properties in an LLC. And yeah, I could potentially lose an LLC if one of those houses that burned down, that was in an LLC. If somebody was killed, I would have lost 10 properties. But the point is that I have 29 other LLCs or 290 other properties and that loss is not going to change my lifestyle. Whereas the person that has $500,000 has one house, you get involved in a lawsuit because of that one property, or maybe you have two properties and you get involved in a lawsuit because of that. Not only could you lose those two properties, but one impact is that going to have on your personal life as well, if a judgment's entered against you. And so I encourage people to always put plans together that is commensurate with the risk, but also ensures that if anything happens with the asset, they're protected, or if they're involved in a lawsuit because they've entered into a bad lease or involved in a car accident or a bank comes after them for a deficiency judgment, that people can't get after their assets. Number one, their savings, their real estate, or what a lot of times people don't think about what you brought up, syndications. If you're investing in syndications, I think the biggest mistake people make time and time again is put their own name down on the syndication. They should invest through an LLC so they can preserve that cash flow as it comes out. It wouldn't be paid out to a creditor. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.